Good afternoon and welcome to the Council's Connection. I am your host, Baby and Bix, and we're going to have a jam-packed episode today. We're going to be talking about data time. We're going to have a couple students on the podcast who happen to live in my house with me. Of course, housekeeping. And my final thought on hats. It's going to go together, trust me. I had to take a pause and think about that myself. Let's go. Part of the job of a professional school counselor in the 21st century is to capture data. Data is one of our lifelines that we have in our position to be part of the table with our administrative staff and our teachers. We have the ones that teachers and stakeholders and administrators look look to as far as what data points can we use. And as counselors, we have a data-rich area to pull from. And in our program, we have data we can pull from just from small groups or core curriculum, even down to how many times a student sees you or what the student sees you for, excuse me. And several different ways you can track data and what data points you can track. We're just gonna talk about a couple of those things right now. For one, Let's talk about time analysis and the ASCA National Model asks for 80% direct contact with students that's direct or indirect, of course, collaboration or consultation, responsive services, advisement, core curriculum, small groups, that type of thing. And we want to try to be at the 80%. That's our goal, to be at 80% of contact with our students. And there are a couple different ways that we can track that data for its time analysis. I, t- I briefly touched on a couple of our po- previous podcasts. I want to go into depth a little bit more into them. I'm going to start with Google Forms. Google Forms is a very intuitive way to input your time and how you calculate it. If you've seen a student for responsive services or advisement, you track your own time for as I spent this time with with Johnny. Let's talk about his for the 8th grade year I also say I met with Sue and Janice about conflict resolution in class or bullying or different types of coping skills or I went to this meeting. You can use Google Forms to track that data and create your grabs and you create the forms to fit your needs as far as creating a, a template of over your weekly schedule, and you could also go to a spreadsheet where you could use that as a, a to advocacy tool with your administrators as far as how your time is being spent. Another form I'm going to discuss today also is Scooter. I have been using Scooter for four years. I've also been selected as a Scooter ambassador um, for this year, and of 
cool thing about being an ambassador is my scooters for free for the year. I have the ramp version of scooter, and I also have the option to integrate my calendar with Outlook, Office 365, or Google. Our district is a Office 365 district, so of course I'm gonna want to use that one. It syncs my calendar to my scooter calendar, and all I gotta do is just go in and change the times. The great thing about Scooter is once you put your time in or however you code it through the Ask a National Model, which is now updated to the fourth edition, Scooter has also updated their model to the, their platform to the fourth edition to the new terminology. Once you get to use to the new terminology, you'll be able to code everything how you want to. And the great thing about another you know, great thing about Scooter, you put your lesson plans in there. You can you can format your counselor admin agreement to that form and the cool thing about the ramp version of which of course I'm playing with it this year um, it does your ramp application for you once you input all the information as far as your lesson plans closing the gap activities core curriculum small groups your mindset and behaviors all those things are already in the platform once you plug those numbers in and plug those plug those data points in throughout the, t the school year it formulates your application right there and all you got to do is make sure you type your narrative uh, make sure it meets the criteria and just just review it so that's one of the cool things about Scooter that I like I've had I've been using it for my fourth year and I wouldn't want to change it for nothing else unless it's something similar and it was cheaper of course the school district that I'm in is paying for us to use Scooter and I'm a big advocate for it and it it makes my life a lot easier as far as advocating for my position, as far as time and how I use it. It makes me more cognizant of how I use my time so that way I can be more effective to the students and my stakeholders. So those two are the data points as far as tracking your time. Another data point you might want to try to use, especially if you're using, let's say for instance, you're doing a core curriculum, you want to be interactive, you're doing something with dual enrollment or transition out of high school. You want to capture that, the knowledge of those students uh, before you go through the core curriculum and after. Of course, it's going to be um, very necessary to have those tools, have that data, have those data points, see effect how effective those lessons are. One thing I do, two things I use. Um, my first year, I started using, of course, when we had Google Forms, I created um, serve a pre post test survey on what the students knew or didn't know and he would fill it out and I would gauge that data as far as what percentage of students knew this before the lesson and I could gauge, gauge the, um, the growth they did after the lesson. Another tool that I've been using pretty much exclusively the last three years of being a counselor has been Kahoot. The good thing about Kahoot, you can drill down to who answered what question incorrectly or didn't, didn't, who still does not have the knowledge after that question, you could gauge that and pull those students into a small group and go in more in depth. That's more of a form of tiered remediation for school counselors to say it, to say it in a format that some folks might get. Where let's say for instance, I don't know what a uh, two-year college is, but I just don't want to go to college or in or FAFSA. They don't know what a FAFSA is or how to fill out a job application. So anything along those lines, you could tier those questions and pull those students into a, into a small group 
and focus on how to how to fill an application, how to apply for a job, even out to soft skills. That way you can create a small group on soft skills or code switching, which is part of a soft skill as well. And you can cater those small groups based on the data you get from your pre-post tests from your core curriculum. Another data tool per se, but more, more of a tool for being more tech savvy, you could say for me, would be OneNote. I could gauge the, I do a career management class with, with um, a select number of eighth grade students who selected the class last year going to this year. And I use OneNote for them to track their progress, um, turning their assignments. I can even assign assessments in OneNote for them to take. And I can gauge those assessments see if I need to retest retest those students or I need to reteach the area which leads me to my final final tool I use is Microsoft Forms Microsoft Forms I can use as a quiz to turn into a data point for as testing students in my career management class we talked about um, career pathways we talked about high school credits discussed different things and I can gauge on how well they retain the data, retain the information, and if I need to retest them. On my class, they averaged an 82 on the initial time they took the test, and five students want to retake it. Out of the highest score, when somebody retook it, was 82, and the average, the average score was a 76. So there's some things I need to reteach with them for them hopefully to retain it when they go to high school as far as what pathway best fits them. Of course, kids, they're going, their minds might change, but for them to just be aware of the different pathways that they can take or the different the high school credits or dual enrollment, those type of things, as long as they're aware and cognizant of those options they have, that's a good tool for them to retain it and for them to carry on to high school and possibly college. Uh, like I said, I have a couple interviews coming up in a little bit. And they're two middle schoolers. They live in the same house as me. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Council Connection. I am your host, Damian Vixen. We have here on the podcast now my about to be 13 year old daughter chloe what's going on chloe hey so tell everybody what are some of your interests you have um lighting and um playing games what kind of games nintendo games that sounds really exciting <laughs> it really does it sounds really exciting so, you're in eighth grade. So, tell about your experience in middle school. Um, so far it was good. Like I didn't have any problems and stuff. And um, yeah. So, what's the difference between elementary school and middle school? The teachers actually make you do your homework. <laughs> what was funny? Why are you laughing? You looked at me like, but. 
Okay, so that means you do your homework in middle school. Now, that means you're about to go to high school. Give me one thing that you can't wait about high school and one thing that can wait about high school. See my friends, I guess. Which one? You can't wait about high school or you can't wait? Can and can't. So that means you can't wait to see your friends in high school. And what's one thing that you don't want to see in high school or worried about Algebra. in high school? Oh, you took algebra now. Yeah, but you have to see it again. Yeah, algebra too. <laughs> Speaking of that, how you doing algebra one, algebra one right now? I'm doing okay, I think. Okay, like a what? Okay, like a C? I don't have, I don't know my grades. You have a 95 in the class right now. Oh. I need you to do better. It's a 95. Really? Fabian, it's a 95. It's an A. Fabian, Mr. Really? Vicks, dad. See what I have to deal with, y'all? I have to deal with this every day. Okay, so you say you like to read, you like to write, you like to play Nintendo games. What is the one thing that you see yourself in the future and changing the world? How you want to do that? Being a prosecutor. Being a prosecutor. It's a lot of reading and writing, so those are things that are up your alley. Is it? Yeah, because being a law... They say you should major in political science, but really you should be majoring in English because you got to type a lot of briefs and you got to proof it and know how to use proper English and the king's English, that type of stuff. Well, I know how to do that anyway because I write books. What made you decide you want to be a, a lawyer? This game I watched somebody play. A game. You want to be a lawyer because <laughs> of a game, not because you've seen people on TV. And that too. <laughs> So, not because you want to save people, you want to put bad people behind the jail because of a game. That, too. You see what I have to deal with, y'all, at home on an everyday basis? Okay, I got one question for you because you seem so excited to do this podcast. What's the one thing that people don't know about you? I like books. And that I'm not British. You're not British? No. I hope not, because you're born in America. <laughs> Peppa Pig syndrome. Well, Chloe, it's been a treat to have you on my podcast. I want to thank you for <laughs> taking time out your day to be on my podcast. You're welcome. We'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> welcome back to the Council's Connection. I am your host, Fabian Vixen. We have Layla, my sixth grade daughter. Who is on our podcast today? How you doing today? I'm doing good. So, first question I'm going to ask you is, how does it feel to go to the same school with your sister who is in 8th grade? It feels great because it feels like she can kind of protect me. Like, my sister is 12 years old in the 8th grade. She's about to move on to high school. So, I think she can kind of, like, protect me. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about some of the things that you like to do I like to draw and read yeah so you're in middle school yes what's the difference between elementary and middle school in elementary school we have recess and all of my friends were in the same class in middle school the only time you have recess is at lunch there is no playground whatsoever and only some of my friends are in my class you don't like not having your friends in class or 
No, I love having my friends in class. It's just that only not all, every single one of them are in the same class with me. Only some of them are. Well, you know, it's part of going up different levels of school. You might see some of your friends, and sometimes you might not. That's just part of the way the schedule goes. Does that? Is that something you wish you could change about middle school? That's just part of life. Yeah, I think it's probably just a part of life. So, tell me one thing on how you would like to change the world. I would like to change the world by entertaining every single person. I don't want people to think that the earth is just a big, bland place of nothing, just just a spherical, weird object floating across the middle of nowhere. I want it to think it's just a big bundle of fun, thanks to my YouTube channel that will probably happen in the next two years. So you want to be a YouTuber, is that what your whole career want to be, or is that something you want to do right now, or do you have another career in mind that you want to do when you get older, or... Yeah, I probably just plan on being just a straight-up YouTuber, because there are some night... There's probably... There are some kid celebrities who are millionaires thanks to YouTube, and I want to be like them. You're going to borrow some money. <laughs> no. No. I'm not going to borrow somebody from people. You're not talking about me. You're going to let me borrow money when you get rich. Oh, wait. Yeah, of course I will. I'm about to say, like, dang, I'm going to fed you and clothe you for letting me and your mama clothe and rich and fed you for 12 years. We can even get a dollar from you. That's cold-blooded. Yeah. Well, you seem so excited. Yeah. So, what's the one thing that you would change about middle school? I wish I could change in middle school by replacing the cafeteria with, like, a fast food restaurant. Like, Wendy's, that would be amazing, because I would just take all of my money and be, and be paying them. They'd be loaded. Like just making it rain with money. I would love that. Well, I want to thank you for being on my podcast today. I want to thank you for letting me be here. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the podcast. Of course, this is our segment for housekeeping. You know, you can follow me on Twitter at Fabe the PSC. That's at F A B as in boy E, the PSM Pennsylvania SC. Fabe the PSC. You can also go to my website, fabethecounselor.weebly.com. You can also subscribe to my podcast. Please subscribe to I need some subscribers. I need some more folks listening to me. Or you can tell your friends about listening to me. We're on Anchor, but we're also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. You can be on there. You can listen. Subscribe. It's free to subscribe. Just go ahead and hit the button and like it and subscribe. Of course, we're going to get Miss Selby on our podcast very soon. I have been dropping the ball on communicating, you know, part of being a counselor, your job is busy, and this week I've been out of the building two of the days, and just haven't had a chance to reach out to her yet, but I will make sure I make that happen. Don't sue me. I don't have any money for you to sue me. Also, nobody has dropped the line on our parent portal, where parents or stakeholders or anybody can ask questions about education or school counseling or just 
anything you want to ask on my podcast, you go to anchor.fm forward slash Fabian dash Vix. That's anchor.fm forward slash F-A-B-I-O-N dash Vix. Click on the send a voice message. Record your message. You have to create an account for Anchor for me to receive it. And then I'll be able to hear your questions that you um, might have for me. Be right back with my final thought. Fave's final thought. It don't seem like it, but I like hats. I really do. I like having a different option to wear with what I'm wearing. If I'm wearing a yellow shirt with some blue stripes in it, I want to accentuate that blue with the blue hat. Or if I'm wearing a red shirt with some white blue stripes, I'll go ahead and wear a red hat, a white hat. It'll be nice too, make it seem a little bit more crisp. Or if I'm just wearing something like, you know, blue jeans or neutral colored tennis shoes or some different kind of shoes in them like a like an earth tone shirt or something like that I wear my brown hat that's one of my favorite hats I got this brown hat um, found that I think it was at Walmart for like $7 something like that I like to wear it on my head I like picking my hats and wearing it and there's nothing wrong with those different hats I like hats I like wearing them now you get to where someone buys you a hat and they expect you to wear it you don't feel as comfortable because you're so used to wearing the hats that you've already worn and that you bought and fitted in you know how it runs and you know how it fits on your head you like the way you creased it and you like the way it forms and shades your eyes from the sun when you go out on a sunny day sometimes those hats feel itchy sometimes it might feel you know too big sometimes the hat might feel a little too small sometimes it's just not a good fit you know what I mean just you buy it it look good in the store and you put and when you buy it and take it home or somebody gives it to you and it's just you put it on your head and it's like eh I gotta wear this hat because I don't want to to think I hate the hat or I don't like the hat. You think, Fabian, what in the world has got to do with being a school counselor? I'm going to tell y'all. There are times where we are assigned some duties that let me back up. Our role is to grow the student's social emotional career and academic awareness of our students going to a 21st century global society. And we're, you know, core curriculum, small groups, career college day, you know, smooth moves, those type of things. And sometimes we try to make sure we, those are the hats that we have and we want to make sure we wear those hats on a daily basis. But the needs of the building differ from what we're taught in college 
in our program. And sometimes we have that 504 hat, we have the RTI hat, we have that that hat where you know you we need you on this duty, we need you on that duty, we need you to watch the building while all the administrators go to a meeting hat. We need you to hold a class hat. We need you to hold a student hat. And sometimes when we put those hats on, they feel a little itchy. Feel a little heavy. Feel a little hot. Might be a little tight. Might have a hat for us being a PBIS coach or a leader of me coach sometimes I have to feel a little too big I'd be a little too tight it's not a good fit and being a professional school counselor we have to know what that right hat is for us we know what our right hats are but there are times where we might feel like that hat is just a little bit too big for us or this hat doesn't fit doesn't fit at all sometimes the hat just is just a little little uncomfortable and sometimes we need to learn how to say hey I don't think this hat is a good hat do you have another hat that can fit or I just think this hat would look good on this person right here I think that'd be a good that hat would be a good fit for them sometimes we're we're in a position where we can't tell somebody what hat is, is or isn't a good fit for us sometimes we have to make sure we crimp that hat and shape it and stretch it out or maybe have to wash that hat once or twice to shrink it down so it can fit sometimes it's not a good fit sometimes it's going to take a little bit of time for the hat to fit for example walked in the door 2016 brand new counselor and during pre-plan I was told hey Mr. Fix, you're going to be the PBIS coach. I'm like, the what? Yeah, you're going to be the PBIS coach. Dr. Turner is going to be the data analyst. So she was the PBIS coach before I got there. And they all, she wanted just, it was too much of a big role for her. And at that time, it took me about a year for that hat to fit. I had to wash that hat, to crimp it, I had to shape it had to bend it had to clean it just had to make sure that that had fit also that same my first school year our registrar at that time um, went out on leave Ms. Vicks I need you to fill this role while she's out so I had to stretch that hat also I had to wash it I had to crimp it I had to shape it I had to just bend it to a place where it could fit. Fit on me. Hey, Miss Fix, I need you to do this. Getting the, the little drift and the little extensions of where I'm going with this. All in all, we wear a lot of hats. Sometimes those fat hats are just not a good fit. Sometimes the hat is just too big for us. Sometimes we got to shrink it down. We got to wash it. Got to press it. Maybe pass the hat to somebody else who, who looks better in that hat. 
Now, not saying give every hat that you have away. Sometimes it's good to share the hat. For example, this year, I'm still the PBIS coach at my school. Um, the previous years, I've worn a hat as a data analyst, timekeeper, communicator, team leader, administrator, and the coach. And it got to a point where I was tired of wearing those seven different hats on my head. And at the end of the day, something went wrong or something was not done. I'm the one that would be the book stops at because I'm the coach and that's my 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 deal. I took the responsibility to make sure things go right until I finally figured out how to make sure that we can make sure this hat is a good fit. So what I did was I made sure I made different copies of the hat. I finally realized I shared that hat that I had to for people that look good in the hat and fit. I made sure that one thing I could not get was open participation with some people. For some folks, be, um, might be not been told you're on the PBIS team instead of making an open request for anybody that would like to participate on the team. That's one thing about. Being on, being a team lead or something, you always open it up to anybody that wants to share the hat or share the hats. Instead of you trying to fit those seven, eight hats on your head because something's gonna get tight, something's gonna fall, something's gonna get lost, something's not gonna fit, fit or something's gonna get ripped. Why are you trying to fit a hat on top of a hat on top of a hat on top of a hat? And you have to learn how to make sure those hats fit. Or make sure those hats are shared with other people that are willing to share that hat. And make sure that hat is the right fit for them as well. We had our booster meeting yesterday for our cohort with PBIS. And our district coordinator said, you have a great team this year. It just, it just seemed like it's a better fit. And she came to her, I sat in our meeting. I'm like, this is one of the first first times in four years where I'm actually not running a meeting. I just did my part when I needed to and let everybody else shine and do their part. I kept the structure. Of course, I, they wanted me to help as far as creating the agenda and how to run a meeting. I'm like, it's easy. If you, go, if you go by this, you can't go wrong because that eliminates anybody else trying to put a different hat on their head and it doesn't fit so if you're wearing multiple hats see if you can find somebody to share those hats with if you can't find nobody to share those hats with ask but if you can't share those hats make sure the hat fits and you shape it the way you want to so that way you can share with somebody where it can fit the same as you I want to thank you for listening to my podcast we out.